Hi, I'm Graham Mack and welcome to the Pod 20, the countdown of the top 20 podcasts in the world right now. I talk to podcasters who've made the chart and my special guest this week is Tom Linney from the podcast Oaf. You do the podcast with Dan and you two have got great chemistry. Well, he's one of my best friends and I think that is what makes it work as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's just been, for me personally, it's just been great getting to spend 45 minutes every Friday with one of my best mates and just <laughs> chat about stuff that we would chat about anyway. And uh, I think that was the, when, when we sent it out to our friends, we did a pilot episode, which will never see the light of day. And when we sent it out to our friends just to get their feedback, they were just like, it just, it's just like listening to you two in the pub together. And obviously at the time, which was in January, we hadn't been able to do that. And uh, I think people found, uh, particularly our friends, found a lot of comfort in that. So that was so, a good thing. So why will it never see the light of day? It sounds like the Pilot feedback was good. Yeah. Well, just mainly because it was about an hour long uh, and we hadn't really worked out that um, what we were doing. And I think we've only just worked out what we're doing. <laughs> it's taken this. It's taken sort of 40 episodes. And every time I listen to it, and I sometimes go back to older episodes and I listen to them and I'm like, oh, actually, we're actually better at it now. And that's a good thing. In what way are you better? How have you improved? In what areas? I think, I mean, you might disagree because I'm assuming you've listened to a number of them. I've listened to quite a few of them. Yeah, they're good. As well. Uh, I think we are better at working out what works. So I think in the early episodes, we waffled a lot more. We, uh, We didn't really know what, how we wanted to present them, what we were talking about. I think, again, we've worked on the chemistry as well. And I just think that we, I mean, I personally have kind of stopped talking as much, which is, I think is a key thing to do when you're talking on audio. It just learn when to not talk. And it took me about 35 episodes to do that, I think. <laughs> and, Dan yeah. is, and Dan's very different to me as well. And I think... It took us a few episodes to just work out how we, because I know Dan so well. He's, as I said, he's one of my very best friends. But when the way he presents himself on the podcast is not quite how uh, he is in uh, in real life. You know, he. I think uh, you've probably got a sense of what our dynamic is on the podcast. Yeah. And I, when I speak to my uh, my particularly my colleagues at work who listen, and they're all like, they have an idea of what Dan's like, and I'm like, well, he's not really like that, but he's he's just one of the funniest people I know, and like it just took us a little bit of time to get that working on audio. Right. But so, so it's his performance you're more critical of than your own. No, but, um, <laughs> it just sounded like that. <laughs> no, no, I think it was just, it just took me a while to work out because I edit it as well. I see. Right. So he just turns up and he just turns up and does the, he just does the damn thing. And yeah. I edit. I mean, it. look at this. Where is he now? For example, Exactly. You know, here so you are trying to market the thing and where's he, you know? He's going to be on in, in 20 minutes, steal all the glory and then <laughs> and, and, and that'll be it. Same as normal, same as normal. It's like I literally spent, my mum every Saturday, she just tells me about how funny she thinks Dan is. <laughs> right. I'm seriously, I think he's going to be invited to our Christmas lunch and, and I think because, that's probably the only reason I'll be invited because I might bring him along. Well, at least you will get invited. That's a good start. So we'll find out where Oaf is a little bit later on in the countdown. The Pod 20 is heard on Podcast Radio on DAB in the UK, on demand in the USA at talkers.com, around the world on multiple platforms and as a podcast itself. Into the chart now and at number 20, On Purpose with Jay Shetty. Fascinating conversations with the most insightful people in the world. 
19, The Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show with DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne, the God. 18, Behind the Bastards, the worst humans in history. The latest episodes are about the Hitler-loving Baden-Powell, the founder of the Boy Scouts. 17, The Midpoint with Gabby Logan. Gabby is middle-aged and unashamed, but what does it mean to be at the halfway stage of your life? Gabby talks to well-known faces about their midlife challenges. Her latest guest is Claire Balding. 16, Monday Morning Podcast. Bill Burr rambles about the name Bill, climate capitalists and loud cats. 15, The Bible in a Year with Father Mike Schmitz. Father Mike walks you through the entire Bible in 365 episodes, providing commentary, reflection and prayer about one of the world's best-known works of fiction. 14. What If with Lorraine Kelly and her daughter Rosie. Lorraine, you've been quite open about how going through menopause has affected you. My wife's going through it right now. What advice would you have for the partners of women going through it? What can we do? Do you know that's a brilliant question and oftentimes nobody thinks about the partners mm. or the children or or people or friends or whatever and it affects everybody really i think just listen support and make sure because you know what women are like for putting themselves at the bottom of a very long list you know they'll take the pet to the vet they'll you know jilly their husband to go to the the doctors but don't do it themselves you've got to, there's loads of help out there now there's loads of help out there now and don't be fobbed off and Honestly, the kind of the, the amount of stuff that's online is absolutely fantastic, uh, and and yeah, and just be supportive. I think that that's all in understanding and talk about it. You know, don't sort of because an awful lot of women just shy away from it. I mean, we've had conversations about it as yeah. well, haven't we? It's been yeah, it's good that it's out in the open now. Mm-hmm. Why do you think there's such a taboo about it? I mean, it's just a natural part of life, isn't well, it? Yeah. There used to be, not so much now, but there used to be that thing of um, it's like you're old and you're past it and you're invisible. And I also think that for a lot of women who maybe have either have had children and wanted more or, or not been lucky enough to have children, when that happens to you, your chances of having a biological child are taken away. So that's quite a hard thing to come to terms with. I mean, I was fine because I had Rosie. Um, but, you know, that's quite a difficult thing sometimes for women to get their heads around, which, again, is why they have to talk about it. Mm. And But it is that thing of, and of course, we're living longer and, you know, we're looking after ourselves a lot more. So it's we've got an awful lot more to, to do, you know, women in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s and beyond. You know, my mum's 80 and she's, I mean, what's granny like? She's full of beans. Yeah. well let's talk about the podcast you do together now let's talk about what if because it's a brilliant idea and first of all your guests i mean you've had some a-list guests now i'm guessing lorraine you must get used to having people on your sofa but rosie what's it been like for you connecting with some of these really famous people it's been really um lovely in a way I mean I've got to speak to so many people because of my job with hello but with this one um they're actually some of that we've been really lucky that some of them come into the studio yeah wow which has been great but then also doing it over zoom they're in their home and they're a lot more comfortable so they would speak more I think Mm. which we've found um and having longer to talk and having longer to speak to people as well I normally get about 20 minutes and you get get eight eight, minutes (laughs) some people about an hour and a half but um I think my um, one I was very very excited about was Craig David. Just yeah. I grew up with 
I right. Loved him. He was the first one. Wasn't he was he? the first one. He was the first one we did because yeah. we, we just want to do people that we really, really like. Yeah. That I've got a really interesting story to tell. And he was a joy, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. I mean, we absolutely loved and him. And people like um, Got Guan, I remember when you were doing filming with him, I would come, I came along. Yeah. So it's not like I know these people at all, but I know a little bit about them. Of because course. you're, you've already spoken to them. Mm. There's that sort of already that yeah there's there. a there's a connection yeah. isn't there there's a connection that's very true mm. and i think we've we've we, we have like i say we've we've talked to people that we we just think are fascinating as well i mean you know i love talking to tim peak the astronaut oh we loved him how much did we love him he was great he was just great. and he, he came in as well he, he came, came in. in and we sat for we were supposed to only have an hour and we sat for i think we sat for about an hour and a half yeah. and we could have sat for another hour and a half what a fascinating, fascinating man. So, yeah, it's been great. And it's been really different amongst people, isn't it? A lot of different mm. types of people. And everybody's got a story. Yeah. And it's the stories on What If that make the podcast. It's so good. Lorraine Kelly and her daughter Rosie are at number 12 this week with What If. 13. Today Explained. The all-killer, no-filler, Monday to Friday news explainer. 12. Over My Dead Body. The anthology series about people who are pushed beyond their limits and do unspeakable things. 11. Sips, suds and smokes. Everything good in life is worth discussing. Wine, tea, coffee, whiskey, beer, cigars, barbecue, people whose first names start with a Q, ex-Amish, the state of Alabama, roadkill and Canadians. 10. Freakonomics Radio. Discover the hidden side of everything with Stephen J. Dubner, co-author of the Freakonomics books. 9. Renegades, born in the USA. A series of conversations between President Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen. 8. Hidden Brain. Shankar Vedantam uses science and storytelling to reveal the unconscious patterns that drive human behavior. 7. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. After 25 years at the late night desk, Conan has never made a real and lasting friendship with any of his celebrity guests. So he started a podcast to fix that. Six, Oaf, one of the presenters, is Tom Linney. It's out on a Friday, so that is one of the reasons why it's called Oaf. But it, it's called Oaf for a number of reasons. But it, Oaf is on a Friday. Yes, yeah. And also the guy I do it with is a bit Oafish. And I am obviously too. <laughs> um, but. I, I don't know. I, I'm the oaf today because I spelt your name wrong in the bloody YouTube thing. You the, did, the, you oh, did. Up until um, about, you know, 18 seconds ago, uh, you were Tom Finney uh, for people on YouTube going, who the hell's that? Yeah. And we have been corresponding over email as well. So I've only taken it very slightly personally. <laughs> The other thing is, like, your last few emails all went in my junk. I just thought, oh, I'll just check my junk, and there's, like, two emails in there from you, and one of them was that one. So I only just found out. It's no excuse. I should have got it right in the first place. And as you say, because we've been corresponding in email, I should have seen it there in email. There's no way I've misheard it, because this is the first time we've actually spoken. And I've been called a lot worse, so... <laughs> yeah. So, well, you've got me on the back foot, which is a good place to have me, I think. So you say it's called Oh for various other reasons, as well as, well as uh, on a Friday. What, what are the various other reasons? I mean, it's kind of open to interpretation. We, if you listen to the podcast, we kind of indicate on a, on a few occasions throughout the first, we we're up to episode 41 now, um, why it's called Oath. But obviously the obvious one is it's out every Friday morning. Mm-hmm. And... Sorry. What what is your background? 
So my background is that uh, I am a massive film nerd and uh, and I like podcasts. And we started the podcast sort of January it was because we were in lockdown for the third time, as I'm sure everyone listening is aware. And it's been all the, in all the papers. Yeah, exactly. If you haven't read about it, you can find it. It was a big deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so we were in lockdown. I was furloughed from my work. And, and what do you do? Uh, so I work in cinema advertising. I work for a company called DCM. Uh, and, in, um, and my role in that is basically to be a professional film nerd. And right. Excellent. So, so obviously cinema has been having a terrible time up until May this year, over the last year. And so I just needed something to do. And my friend Dan, who is my co-host on the podcast, he works for Amazon Music. Uh, and he was the opposite of me. He was very busy. And I felt like he needed some kind of outlet as well. So I just said, look, why don't we just do this podcast together? You can talk about the music. I'll talk about the films. It will give me something to do while I literally have nothing to do. And it's worked out really well. And to be honest, that was the only reason we started it. And the fact that some people listen and they really like it is just a massive bonus. Oh, it's a good podcast. It's at number six this week on the Pod 20. It's Oaf. Into the top five now, and at five, Whistle Through the Shamrocks. It's a play with a stellar cast. Number four, Off Menu with Ed Gamble and James Acaster. Ed and James invite special guests into their magical restaurant to choose their favourite starter, main course, side dish, dessert and drink. Their latest guest is Timothy Spall. Three, History Daily. Go back in time to explore a momentous moment that happened on this day in history. 2. Stuff You Should Know If you've ever wanted to know about Champagne, Satanism, The Stonewall Uprising, Chaos Theory, LSD, El Nino, True Crime and Rosa Parks, then look no further. Josh and Chuck have you covered. And at number 1. Rob Beckett and Josh Widdicombe's Parenting Hell. Season 3, episode 32, their guest is Jimmy Carr. We're very excited about this, Jimmy. What, excited about, about having me on the show? Yeah, I'm, uh, I, do you know what? For a long time as well, I thought I was better than this, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's not a rock bottom, but it's definitely, it's on the way there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can smell it, but you're not in it. It felt like, when we got the email, I thought, there's an admin error here. <laughs> They've, they've, they've confused us with the book of Graham Norton here. What's going on? I like the idea that you guys have gone, look, look we've oh, just middle of lockdown. We've got to, we've got to monetize these kids somehow. It can't <laughs> just be a brain on our time. That's why I was interested because I asked you to do this in lockdown and you said, because you said, like, said you weren't really going to talk about your kid, but now you are because there's been a shift. Well, the shift was we, we just wanted a bit of time to kind of adjust to it ourselves. And then yeah. we're kind of, we're talking about, it. I mean, I thought the papers were very nice about it in a weird way. Cause like the tabloids get given a hard time, right? By yeah. anyone yeah. in the public eye. It's like, oh, yeah. they're terrible. They're the worst. And you go, well, they took pictures of me pushing a pram for a year and a half and just went, I wonder what's in the pram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Like I was taking old CDs to cash converters. Everyone just presumed it was piles of cash, Jimmy. That's what they presumed. <laughs> I do get paid solely in cash. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what um, Ken Dodd was just cash, wasn't it? It was he had a room of cash in his house. Obviously, I'm the expert on all. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's a very clear distinction between tax avoidance and tax evasion. It's about the difference is about eighteen months in prison. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, Jimmy, you've got one child. That's correct. How old? Two years of age? Just turned two. One child. Does that get me on the podcast or do I need more? Yeah, no. It does. Yeah, you qualify. But people don't know. That's the thing because you've never, you never officially announced it, did you, really? You started talking about, but like, that's why the papers couldn't say anything because you hadn't announced having a child. So they could just say, Jimmy Carl spotted pushing a pram. I thought, I, I also thought it was kind of a weird thing that people like make a big announcement. Yeah. I'm aware yeah. other people have got kids. It's like one of, one of the royal family has a kid and you go, right, is that the first child that's ever been born? Is this children's <laughs> men? <laughs> a lot of fuss going on. Yeah. It's weird that thing of like the, the fascination with certain kind of celebrity kids. You know, that's where the whole horoscope thing comes from. It was a royal baby in the early part of the uh, 20th century was born. And they did the horoscope in the paper one day for the baby. I went, oh, it's born. And there's a thing called horoscopes and it's kind of, and then they just, the papers realised, oh, I could fill a page a day with this nonsense. Amazing. <laughs> People love this nonsense. I never knew. So he, he's just turned two. Did you do anything for his uh, two-year-old party? We did. We went to the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> oh, yes. How was that? I couldn't recommend it highly enough. It is, I would say, I would say almost inedible food and a lot of fun. <laughs> it's like, it's like, how are they messing this up? Like Wimpy, Wimpy still does a good burger. I don't care yes. who you are. Yeah, I agree. But th- these guys seem absolutely incapable. So, uh, but it's, you know, it's the, it's, it's Piccadilly and it's like massive yeah. gorillas and stuff. He's in the zoo. We live really near London Zoo. So he's in the zoo most days. He's got part-time work. <laughs> are you a member? I'm a silver member. I bet you're a bloody gold member of the zoo, aren't you, Jimmy? A silver member? I didn't even know there was such a thing, Josh. Oh, Jimmy, the money that you're losing. I'd have thought you'd be across this. So what's what's the setup? My silver membership, I can go as much as I want, but I don't get money off parking. Who's driving to London Zoo? Yeah, I live two minutes away. Why would I, why would I be driving? <laughs> I've got whatever the, the membership thing is where you can just kind of wander in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You live local. Um, yeah, it's good. I mean, you know, I've got to say, I'm loving the zoo. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? And people are cruel, but really... Compare it to nature. If you take away all those cages, what have you got? What you after two weeks? You haven't got like harmony. After two weeks, you've got one massive fat tiger looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Beckett and Josh Widdicombe's parenting hell number one this week on the Pod Twenty, and that's it for episode eighty. Next week, my guest is Tom Bell from Tom's Five Minute Friday podcast. Tom, you're an NHS whistleblower and you worked for them after your sister was sexually assaulted by a nurse in a mental health hospital and committed suicide because of it. You found that the NHS covered things up, the police didn't investigate things properly and the Crown Prosecution Service were just as bad. This is the best bit, Graham. They put you through hell and then make the hell worse. It's, yeah. it's not as if there's any pity or compassion there that says, this guy's already lost his sister to suicide because she was abused. Yeah. And now we're making it worse. What, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I, poof, no shame. Yeah. Yeah. So we, so we get to the CPS and it turns out that the CPS had never been given a full file to look at. It turns out that the CPS had originally told Cumbria Police to revisit the file, which Cumbria Police never told me. The Cumbria Police just told me that the CPS had said no, right, in 2002. So then we get to the CPS and... Um, we eventually get to this point where Cumbria Police have interviewed somebody, as I say, 2017, he finally admits what he's done under caution, yeah? Yeah. And, I, you know, my sister, my older sister Sarah and I, who've been, she's been incredibly supportive in all this, we were whooping the air. You know, we were, oh man, it was, you know, Jesus, I was just... It's a confession, yeah. Yeah, and we were like, we we had kicked the can down the road, and, and I mean that in a positive sense. 
we have moved this seemingly immovable issue, right? Crossed all these barriers and bridges, and I make it sound like they were easy things to do, and they weren't. I mean, I was in the pits of depression at the time. Life, my whole life was falling to bits. I was being hounded out the NHS for whistleblowing, and and still trying to pursue all this stuff. Um, and you th you think, man, we've done it. This is just God. You know the feeling. And then for the CPS to turn around and say, yeah, we understand that he has acknowledged his crimes, but we don't think it's in the public interest to prosecute him. <laughs> yeah, Man, it's, you not, know I mean? it's not funny. Yeah. No, yeah. I, but you've got to laugh. Honestly, I've, I've, yeah. the only way I've kept my head above water, Graham, is by laughing. Yeah. Dark humour has kept me afloat, I'm telling you. Yeah. Because um, it, it is, you know, and, you th and it is, this this will blow your brain, right? So we turn up for a meeting with the CPS, right? So we appeal. Originally, the, the CPS said, um, it's not in the public interest. And I said, right, can we appeal your decision? And the CPS said, no. So I said, well, hang on a minute. I'm looking at your guidelines for appeal here, and we fall under two of the four. No, you don't. Yes, we do. No, you don't. Yes, we do. Are you ready for this? This went on for a month. Every week, they say, no, you don't. Now I'm going, yes, we do. End of a month. Oh, yeah, you do. Shocking. Tom Bell from Tom's 5-Minute Friday podcast, my special guest next week on the Pod 20. And what will happen on the podcast radio chart next week? Will your favourite podcast make it to number one? Find out with me, Graham Mack, on Friday at 5pm across the weekend on podcast radio and influence the chart. Make a recommendation at thepodcastradio.co.uk. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects.